Hi, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Harvey. And, and this, this is Shelf Indulgence. Indulgence. Alright, so right now, I'm currently reading Rule of Wolves by Lee Bardugo. And I'm personally really enjoying it right now. And I feel like the plot's going good so far, but I'm only like a third of the way through. So if it turns out to go downhill in the last two thirds, please don't blame me if you read it because of me. <laughs> I mean, it's a Lee Bardugo book. What could go wrong? <laughs> okay, um, I'm currently reading Nocturna by Maya... Um, I'm just going to say that because I don't want to butcher her last name. But this is basically a book about a thief, a faceless thief who can like sh- uh, shapeshift and um, a desperate prince whose brother has just died. And they're like trying to, I guess, they both have different goals, but then there's like a bigger conflict. And what I really enjoy about this book right now is that there's Spanish cultures and um, the language is Spanish. They have fiestas in the village and stuff. And I thought that was pretty cool because... Usually when you see cultures, it's like fake fantasy cultures that the author made up or just French, American, but you never see like, I guess, Hispanic cultures incorporated. Mm-hmm. All right. And so today we are going to be talking about the time in life everybody wants to forget, middle school. Ew. That's right. We're going to be talking about the books that we have read in middle school. So I'm going to start off with uh, one of the books that I read in middle school, The Selection. And so I, um, I, I enjoyed it in middle school a lot because I was in my, like, angsty, not like other girls phase, you know? <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, America, you go. You don't like makeup. You don't like nail polish. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> no. And then, and then, uh, and then also the first time reading, this was my first book to have anything that was, like, remotely close to like suggesting any type of sex scene or anything and so let me tell you when i read it i was like so scandalized because it was um it was just like they literally just kissed and like woke up in a bed together but i was like absolutely scandalized i was like oh my gosh i'm glad i didn't read that (laughs) in middle school okay so um One of the books that I read in middle school was the Creepover series. And it's not like a serious series, I guess. Um, It's just like one author writing different stories, but they're part of the same world and don't interact. And um, I guess you could say this was kind of like a sixth grade and lower book. But basically what the Creepover stories are, it's just like scary stories about Mm -hmm. middle school girls. And one of my favorites is the Truth or Dare one, which is one of the first ones. And I don't think I remember much, except there's, like, some kind of, like, ghost haunting them (laughs) during a sleepover. (laughs) But, you know, it was pretty cliche, but I liked it back then. Yeah. Um, And then one of the other series I read was Percy Jackson. And so it's actually kind of a funny story about how I got started on this series. So my little sister... She decides to be jumping on a trampoline, right? And then she falls and uh, sprains her arm. And so we had to go to urgent care. And while we were there, they wouldn't allow all of us in because they were so busy. And so my dad took me and my older sister to Barnes and Nobles while we were waiting on my little sister. And then we ended up picking out Percy Jackson. And so all I have to say is I'm really thankful my little sister sprained her arm (laughs) because I loved this series. I... I enjoyed it a lot, and um, and then, like, I think it was mostly Heroes of Olympus that I read in middle school, and so let me tell you, I'm the biggest Persebeth shipper ever. Like, you will not meet someone that stands them more. <laughs> uh, 
Like, he just treated her so well. And I was like, damn, I need to find a man like that. But that that had isn't happening or hasn't happened. Isn't happening soon. So, <laughs> so I guess uh, it really was one of the first books that raised my expectations too high, I guess. Yeah, and I'm ashamed to say I didn't read Percy Jackson, and I want to, but now I feel like it's too late because now I can't, like, relate to the characters or anything because they're so young. But I guess I'll give it a try sometime. (laughs) Okay, another, like... Okay, it's not, again, it's not, like, a series, I guess. But, um, I read Smile and Sisters by Raina Telgmeier. Telgmeier. Can't pronounce the last name. But... It seems to um, be a common theme today. <laughs> um, yeah. They're graphic novels by this, um, the author who is trying to tell us about her childhood experience. Smile is basically her going through how, like the experience of having braces because she lost her teeth while she was um, running and stuff. But then also it's about her personal life and how she went through a change in high school her friends became different and distant and then some of her friends actually became her bullies and I thought that was interesting because we get a perspective of someone who like I guess is relatable but also like not and it's realistic so you know that this kind of stuff could happen to anybody and then sisters I don't have a sister so I personally enjoyed this book because it's about her relationship with her really annoying younger sister but then in the end they like work it out I guess and then you you realize that like the theme of the story is basically that no matter how much you hate them in the moment your siblings are always going to be there for you mm-hmm. yeah I never read smile because is it's a graphic novel right yeah but I thought okay it was still I, I I took one look at I think my aunt bought it for me once and I took one look at the graphic novel part and I was like no, thank no, you. it's still so good. Like, I like visiting it. Memories, okay? And then, so another book series that I read in middle school was The Wings of Fire. And I kind of only remember this because, not gonna lie, it was, like, kind of like Avatar, but with dragons. There was, like, the sea dragons that were, like, water dragons, I guess. And then there was, like... um what's it called mud dragons which are I guess like kind of like the earthbenders and stuff like that so i guess it's kind of similar to avatar but i okay so fun fact when i never watched avatar until it came on netflix so i didn't watch it until like high school and so when i was little i used to play games and like make up fantasy worlds in my mind and one of the ones that i used to always make up was um it was like basically avatar but it also had like people that could bend plants instead <laughs> so did avatar steal their plot for me or or did um, i just like somehow like i'm just as brilliant as the avatar creators who knows but i feel like didn't we all go through that phase because like the elements were so intriguing yeah and that's like the only thing you could think of like water territory fire territory yeah yeah i feel like it's definitely an easy thing to think of when you're a yeah. kid and you're, you're kind of stupid not gonna <laughs> um yeah but so wings of fire and then I remember I read all of the books, and then also I was I was very into books that had, like, animals as their main characters, or, like, they weren't, like, about humans, so I, I really liked Warrior Cats, which was, well, that was more of, like, an elementary school thing, but I was very invested in it. I read, like, four of their series. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, the next book that I read was 
Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but I feel like that's more, like, also more elementary school, because didn't we all read that at some point, or, like, watch the movie? Yeah, I think so. I definitely have watched the, um, the newer movie, not, it's like... It's good. I yeah. like it. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I think it's interesting, because, like, the whole Willy Wonka thing, and then his, like, childhood, and how he has this cool factory now. I have so many it's questions only- about it, though. <laughs> right? Like... Do they just, like, murder people all the time there? <laughs> like, and the authorities are used right. to it? They're like, they're like, oh, yeah, they're it's, like, oh, it's a the... person of power. We can let it go. Yeah. Like, we always do. And then also about the, the grandpa. He's just, like, living his life in <laughs> in his, like, bed and then and then and he not helping. <laughs> yeah, like, don't your muscle muscles, like, uh, atrophy? atrophy is how <laughs> would you say know, that bro. like go into atrophy like wouldn't how is he able to stand that's my question okay, true um for some reason i like had something against all the old people in charlie and the chocolate factory because like, they were so like sick and weird like the atmosphere like i feel like you could feel the gross atmosphere of the place when you watch the movie because all four of them were just like sneezing or like stuff it was just like four old people in the same bed sneezing sleeping it, well I don't know. I thought I know. that was so disgusting. I don't know. And then also, like... And so I remember, like, there was one girl whose dad literally bought a ton of chocolate bars just to find a golden ticket. And so he's obviously, like, wealthy and powerful. Was he just, like, okay with his child getting murdered? Like... Or did was he, like... I just have so many questions about how this plot works. Like, is Charlie just expected to handle the PR nightmare that he's going to face now? <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah, no. I thought that was kind of weird how, like, all the kids were, like, so overconfident and, like, privileged. Because it's not going to be like that, really. You know? Like, no matter... I guess, yeah, the rich girl was kind of, like, realistic... But then all the other kids were like, oh, Charlie's not going to win. He's poor. He has nothing to contribute. And I'm like, that's not how it usually works. Maybe it did back then, but like now kids are like more welcoming, you know? Yeah. And not like that. <laughs> all right. And then um, another series that I used to read, it was called The Ranger's Apprentice. And so I found it kind of entertaining because it was like set in medieval times. And so basically this guy couldn't become a knight. So he became a ranger. And so it like, um, I found it interesting because it was like, hmm. Camelot vibes. <laughs> kind of. And then they also, it was like they, he used a bow and arrow and he like could camouflage himself. And I was mm-hmm. very into it for a little bit. I was like, I'm going to learn how to walk silently so I can be just like Dude, him. I do that even today just because of Inej from Six of the Crows. But then I, I fail. I always <laughs> fail. Like I'm not quiet. And even when I wear socks, it's just like, that's cheating. You need to be able to do it without socks. Exactly. Sometimes I'll be like, let's see if we can make it to the end of our hallway without making any noise. And then yeah. I always fail. <laughs> Okay, so another um, series, well, actually, another book that I read, this was for school, and it's The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton, I believe that's her name, but um, I really liked this book. This was the first school book that I actually enjoyed Mm -hmm. and read, and I don't know, I just thought it was so interesting, so sad, so different, and the movie was really good, too. Everyone in the movie was hot. Right. <laughs> but um, I 
I enjoyed the book too. And so I actually cried at the end. And I yeah. also read this for school. And so I cried because I liked the book. Not out of frustration. <laughs> which which tells you it's a really good book. My my personal standard of how good a book is. Is if I can read it for school and still enjoy it. Then it has to be a very good book. Because reading anything for school just automatically saps the fun out of it. I feel like. Yeah. Um. Like, recently, we had to read Educated by Tara Westover, and that was on my TBR. But then when we had to read it for school, I was like, eh, do I want to pick it up? But then I eventually read it, and it was really good. Yeah. So if a school book can make you like it and, I guess, get emotionally invested, it's a good book. (laughs) All right. And then another book I actually read for school, too, that made me cry was The Book Thief. And thinking back on it, like, it was, like, the perfect book to teach you all the literary elements, like, personification and, uh, like, metaphors and stuff. But that was a really heavy book for middle school. It, like, ended with literally everyone but the main character being killed. And our middle school teachers were just just okay with that. They were like, yeah, 7th grade, you can read that. Oh, my God. And it was, I don't know, I just thought it was kind of interesting that I feel like almost universally a lot of, or at least at my school, every middle school, like seventh grader read that book and the teachers were completely okay with it. They were like, yes, these, these very heavy and depressing topics, read them. Okay, so this is going to be kind of weird, but I just remembered that the main thing that like, I guess kind of got me back into reading were these books by this author called Sarah Gio. I read all of them by her and then like I told my friend Sanvi to read them too and she liked them but we read these in like seventh grade. I mean and they were adult books but they weren't like it wasn't like anything inappropriate. It was just like um adult lives and stuff but the plots were so interesting. Like there's one of them called The Last Camellia it's about it sets um it's take it takes place in like the 1800s or so and um the main character has to work for somebody and she has to become a nanny for these rich people who are at a manor and they have this rare plant this camellia that's like i i don't i understand i don't understand like what it was it was just something that like cost a lot of money so she was supposed to steal it but then the duke's wife has just died and like i don't know it was it was really interesting because like the mystery build up and stuff, and then the rest of her books were also interesting. But like now looking back, I don't understand why I was so into it. I was literally a seventh grader. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yes, occasionally when you're in middle school, you'll read the random stuff and be like, "That's good," and then you'll revisit and you'll be like, "What was I thinking?" <laughs> but I guess that's a part of growing up because if you're on at least like a little bit. Of- uh, embarrassed of your younger self are you even doing it right like yeah true all right i'm stephanie and i'm harvey and And this this was shelf indulgence. indulgence